0: have you seen some people that are very very gifted do you see some in our church (laughs) yes some people can speak really well they can persuade anybody to do anything they can sell anything pretty much some people are really good at singing they can touch people's heart some people can play music well Um, Like some people, I don't know if you've seen, some people have more than one instrument in their hands and play like one-man band. Um, Some people are really, really humorous. You don't know why, but people around you are very happy and laughing all the time. So that's a blessing too. Some people, uh, you don't know why, but people want to come over to your house all the time. Um, Gift of, of, um, of hospitality. Some people have great leadership. Some people are very athletic. You give them a ball, they can play any sport so well. They can run well. Um, I, I don't think that's me over there, but <laughs> some people are really good at sports. Uh, some people are good at teaching, preaching. Um, some people have photographic memory. They're really smart and they can remember things really well. Some people are really good at writing, good at cooking, and uh, some people are linguistic so many different gifts we can't name it all like so many different gifts and the talents that god has given to each and every one of us the word gift or gifts in the scripture reading today in in um, first peter also uh, romans 1 or first corinthians all the words you can find in the new testament gifts that word actually in greek is charisma charisma which means charis which is grace basically that means the gift of divine grace that's what it means gift of divine grace now these gifts are free gifts so the word by its definition gift means is this something that you have to buy something that you have to earn it no a gift means a free gift something that is given so if somebody gives you a free gift what is your duty? Just accept it (laughs) and to use it. That's what it means. Um, So when God gives us the free gifts, our duty is to accept them and to use them. That's all. To accept them. Because these are the free gift of God. Free divine grace and the gift that God has given us. Now, can you buy the gift of god no what happened to someone who tried to buy it remember there's a story in acts, tw- acts 8 verse 20 simon the sorcerer saw how the disciples were um, blessing people anointing people and they received the holy spirit he said you know what i want to have the same thing can you i want to buy it can i buy the gift of anointing and i can when every time i pray for someone and the person receives the holy spirit i'll pay money and what did peter say may the silver perish with you you cannot buy the gift of the holy spirit you cannot buy the gifts that god has given you these are the free gifts to someone that god has given so you cannot buy the gifts have you ever received a gift that you don't really like <laughs> and because of those our church has a tradition at the end of the year we have something called what white elephant gift exchange so you get something and you don't like it so much and like you know what uh, this is a great thing this is a brand new thing i mean someone else may be able to make a good use out of it but I have another thing just like this or something better than this or I have too many or I just don't like the style or the color or something. You can have someone else use it. So that's why we have that. And it's it's a fun event. I enjoy it every time. But what would it be like if God gives us gifts and we never open them? Say, you know what? I don't really like those. And God gave me the gift of singing I don't like to sing god gave me the gift of preaching i don't like talking god gave me the ability to to move my body and exercise and and do well but i'm too lazy i just want to sit on my couch and watch tv how sad would that be all right if you were to give somebody a gift and if you find out that the person never really opened up the gift and just threw it away or i gave it away or still in the garage somewhere unopened how would you feel wouldn't you feel hurt like you know i thought about you and i bought this gift wrapped it up and gave it to you and you said oh thank you but were you really thankful not really those things can happen because people who might have given us the gifts may not know us too well but does God not know us? He knows us so well. The gifts that God gives us are perfect gifts for us. Yet, we still may have some gifts that we have not even opened up. You think you are gifted? Do you have talents that God has given you? Are you sure? Can you raise your hand if you have received some kind of gift from God? I see some hands, yeah? Yeah. But is there anybody says, you know what? I don't think I've received any gift from God. Anybody? I don't have received any gift from God. Praise God, there's no hand. That's That's good, that's good. Because God has given us gifts. In Matthew 25, the parable of talents, God tells us, or Jesus tells us this parable, and there are three servants. One received how many talents? Five. The other received how many? Two, the last one received how many? One talent, and you say one talent? That's nothing. You know what? Talent is sixty pounds. So if if the person receives sixty pounds of gold, that's a lot. We think oh five, two, and one. You know what? He got five, but I only have one. Oh, that's not fair. No, God has given us what we can handle. He has given us perfect gifts. And this is just a story. But let me ask you a question. Was there anybody who has received nothing, no gift, or no talent? No. Nobody has received nothing. Everybody has received something. That's the point. God has given every single one of us something, at least something. Some more than the others, but we have received something from God. Our duty is to find out what they are and use them. Just like the unopened package, when we don't open up the gifts, when we don't use them, someone will be very sad. Who would that be? The giver. God will be very sad. You know, and that story goes on to say that the the master comes back and says, the guy who who was given five talents, he now multiplied it, he he worked with it, he developed it, and he invested in it, and then he turned it into how many talents? From five to ten. Guy with two talents, he multiplied it to, but he he doubled it. So he he now has four talents. But, But the guy who had one talent, he didn't do anything. He buried it, and he still kept it as one. Now, if you think about it, the guy who had five now has 10. That's a really, really good investment. He's really good at it. If you can double your money, <laughs> that's a great investment. <laughs> Same thing with two talents, four. One talent, he still has his principle. He didn't lose money. That's still good. <laughs> Stock market, if you didn't lose money, that's still good. <laughs> um, but... How did those two people end up doubling their talent? What did they do? They worked with it. They invested. They learned what they have. They used it, and now they doubled it. Whereas the other guy, you know what? I have this. He didn't lose it. God didn't rebuke the person who didn't lose it. He, God rebuked the person who kept it and did not develop it. He still kept his premium same value he didn't lose it at all but he got rebuked now then can we learn that we have to develop the god the talents that god has given us that's what it means we have to work it develop it develop it let me ask you a question when god gives us the gifts does god give us a perfected gift or does God give us the ingredients so that we can work it and perfect it? I don't know if you like um, Ikea, but if you go to Ikea, you can go around, look around, and buy whatever you want. Ikea, quality may not be the best, but they nowadays, nowadays their furniture is getting improved, and it's, it's pretty good. It's cheap, but it's, it's good. When you buy let's say a, a, a bed, or when you buy a, a, like a, a drawer, buy a something. When it's delivered, when you go pick it up and deliver it to your house, when you open up the box, is it all assembled? What do they say? Some assembly required. That's exactly what happens. When God gives us the gifts, He gives us the gifts. He gives us... The, so. When you buy things from IKEA, all the difficult parts are all assembled. Designing part, painting part, all the bolts and nuts and all the holes, everything is all done and nicely packaged. All we have to do is use the given tools and the materials to put it together, but we have to assemble it to make the final product. Just like that, when God gives us the gifts, he gives us the raw material, or he gives us something that we can work with, but we have to develop it. If we don't develop it, we become just like that servant who had one talent, buried it, didn't do anything. Let's, let me prove that. Was David a very talented man? Was he a gifted guy? Can you remember, can you recall some gifts that God has blessed him with? What was he good at? He played the lyre, the harp, really well. What about, was he good at slinging? Slinging, yeah. He was really good at slinging. So, so he was able to kill Goliath with that. Uh, if you read on in 1 Samuel 16, 16, uh, the Bible lists everything. Basically, it said he can play the harp, the lyre. He was a brave man and a warrior. By the way, that was before he killed Goliath. I don't know why they knew, how they knew that he was a brave man and a warrior. Because he wasn't a warrior, he was a little boy. But the Bible calls him a warrior. Or, as a matter of fact, the guy at the palace recommends David to King Saul, saying that this guy can play the harp really well. He's a brave man and a warrior. He has never seen a battlefield yet, but he's a great warrior. He speaks well. He's gifted in speaking, and he's a fine, good-looking man. I don't know if that is a gift, but he's a good-looking man. <laughs> and the Lord is with him. That was listed at the end. The Lord is with him. Now, let's, let's, let's think about this. So he could play the harp well. Now, when David was born, he had the supernatural gift. When, when he was born, he was a little baby, like maybe a, a year, one-year-old baby. And you give him a harp, and he could play so well that people are just masmerized with his Music tune Was he like that? No. He had to learn how to play the harp. Now, how good was he? Was he like playing maybe just a little bit here and there, and then, you know what? Yeah, I can play the harp. I can carry the tune, but nobody really enjoys him playing. No. He was so good that when King Saul needed someone who played the harp to calm down his troubled spirit, stressed out, stressed out when he was stressed out? The first name came up to play for the king was who? Was David? So then, tell me, was he good? Was he good at playing harp? Yes. Now, if he was good at playing the harp, do you think he practiced? You bet, <laughs> he practiced so well to the point where he perfected it he was better than everybody else in the country that's why his name came up first he was good at it he practiced it when we look at some people you know what we say you're like you know the person writes so well the person cooks so well the person is great at cooking the person is great at playing sports the person is great at so many different things but we look at the final product we never look at the practice time they have And we envy them of their gifts. Oh, the person is so good at doing that. And I wish I had that gift. I wish God has given me that gift. But have you ever practiced? God may have given you so many different materials, the Ikea boxes. But have you put them together? Have you assembled them? That's the thing. We don't look at what God has given us. We look at the final products, the things that they have developed, and we envy them. So the spiritual gifts inventory that we are going to have this afternoon is for us to look at the gifts that God has given us, not only the final product, but the materials that God has given us and the things that we may not have discovered yet and say, you know what, I think I'm gifted in this area. What can I do to develop it? That's the session this afternoon. So I invite every one of you to come, stay behind, discover, and learn what we can do. So develop your gifts, guys. Develop your gifts. Now, the gifts and the giver. James 117 says, every good and perfect gift is from above. What does that mean? Every, perfect good, every good and perfect gift is from God. God is the giver of the gift. Let's say I, uh, somebody gave me a, a gift. Let me just throw out an example. Somebody gave me a tie. Okay, I received the tie, for example, like for Christmas or a birthday or something. I received the tie, and then I'm thinking, okay, when should I put this on? And the next Sabbath, I put the new tie on. When I come to church, who is the first person will be noticing the tie? The giver. If for some reason I didn't wear that, didn't wear that tie, do you think the person will know that? Yes, we'll know it. We recognize it. Will the person say anything? Oh, the pastor, you didn't wear my tie, the, the tie that I gave you. I don't think the person will say that. But the following it, if I put that on, the person will come to me and say, you know what, pastor, it looks really good on you. The person may say that. You know what? What I'm trying to say is that when the giver gives something to you, the giver has an interest in knowing whether you use that or not. So when we use the gifts that God has given us, the first person who notices and be very happy with it will be who? The giver. Now, on the other hand, if we do not use the gift, who will be the first person who notices it? It will be God. And who will be very sad with it? It will be God. So the giver knows exactly what we do with the gifts that we are given. We were given, and he is either happy with it or he'll be very sad with it. 1 Peter 4:10, the scripture reading today says that the gifts are given to give us uh, gifts were given to us so that we do what Let me read it again. 1 Peter 4:10. Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So what's the purpose according to this text? What's the purpose of the gifts that we have received that God has given us? to serve others you can say you know what i am gifted i am gifted in i i have a gift in stealing (laughs) i have a gift in beating up other people (laughs) i have gift in lying and cheating from other people are those gifts from god no not really because the purpose of god's gift is to serve others is stealing serving other people lying no you may be good at those things stealing or like hurting other people or cheating you may be good at those things but those are not the gifts that god has given us the gifts that god has given us are to serve others so 16 different gifts that we have uh, or the gift inventory that we are going to be having today are the gifts to serve others when you have wisdom it's not to say you know what i'm so smart i'm smarter than everybody else i'm better than you guys huh i'm good that's not the purpose for you to have wisdom for you to have knowledge is to understand god's secret and to share it with other people and to bless others if you have the gift of hospitality, if you have the gift of teaching, discernment, or giving, whatever that may be, is to bless others. How many of you can say that God has given me gifts? Do you want to find out what gifts you have? Do you want to find out if you have any more gifts that you may not realize now? Do you want to know? Yeah. And remember that the gifts that God has given us are all free, free gifts. And as a matter of fact, you cannot even purchase them, free gifts. All we have to do is to accept them and use them. Do you, are you ready to receive the free gifts of God and use them? And friends, when you discover your gifts, develop them. It is not right for us to just hide it somewhere and not use them we need to use them now i'm a bass i can sing bass but i cannot sing tenor but i'm willing to find out if god has given me the talent to sing tenor as well (laughs) i don't know if i can learn to sing high notes but i'll be happy to find out Uh, i may tire some people out (laughs) And then maybe I'll, I'll realize that maybe not, that's not the gift that God has given me. But I'm willing to find out. Musical instruments, sports, I recently picked up the, well, after, ever since I moved down to San Diego, I start learning, I started playing tennis. The pastor came and some other people have been teaching me how to play tennis. I don't know if I'm gifted, but I'm enjoying it. So I do that. And I recently start running. So it's, you know, you start running when you, after you're 40. I don't know if that's healthy and good, but <laughs> I cannot run like a marathon runner, but it's, it's good. So I do that too. So discovering something new that God has given you and enjoying it to help others, to bless others, that's what we are talking about. And the giver is happy to see the receiver using it. So when we use our gifts, who will be happy? It will be God who will be happy. So let's make God happy by using the gifts that God has given us. Let's not leave unopened packages in our garages, in our closets somewhere. Let us open them up and use the gifts that God has given us. How can we do that? Come to the, come to the afternoon session. Find out the, and discover the gifts that God has given us. The purpose of the gifts that God has given us are to serve others. The purpose is to serve others. So let us remember, let us keep that in mind. The gift is to bless others. Do you want to find out your gifts that God has given you? And do you want to use them? Do you want to develop them to bring glory to God? Do you want to do that? May God bless all of you as you discover the gifts that God has given us and use them for God's glory. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, We thank you so much for all the gifts that you've given us, the blessings, the gifts that you've given to us so that we could use them for others. Lord, sometimes we have not discovered what gifts that you've given us. Sometimes we don't know what gifts that you've given us. We will be surprised to find out how how, how talented we are in the different areas that we have not known. But Lord, we pray that you bless everyone so that we will discover the gifts that you've given us and help us to use them, and when we do so, we will make you happy. Bless everyone so that we could unite as one body and we could strengthen your church with our gifts. We will function together as one body, as some people as hands, some people as feet, some people as eyes, ears and nose, and whatever that may be. Help us to work together as one body, having Christ as, as our head, strengthening our church bless everyone here so that we could bring glory to you with the gifts that you have given us so that we could be faithful faithful servants joining your feast later on thank you so much lord we pray this in jesus name Amen. amen praise team please come on up